Sir, for a dollar, name a celebrity you hate. Go. Take two. Yes. Wow. It's almost as if our show has no technical difficulties ever for any reason. Isn't that crazy? A little shorter episode today. It's a little short. I'm, I'm so, yeah. It's crazy how we planned that this episode's going to be, like, what, like, a couple minutes shorter than normal? Yeah. Yeah. We did this um, on purpose. Nothing happens uh, without reason on the yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal fan club. What's like in real life? You, yeah. Turn down the computer audio. It's, it's going down anyway. Well. It's slowly fading out. Who's loud know, in my little ears? I know the I know the stinger I've made, and it's slowly fading out. Hey, Whoa. hey, you. This week is a little bit different because it's not the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club this week. To this week, we're yes. this week we're full of hate. This is the this Jake week, Gyllenhaal. We're tapping into our hater sides hate because, as you as, as you all know, listener, we're haters on this haters. podcast. Haters. But this week, this week more than usual, and we hate our own our own patriarch. I don't know if you know this about the show, uh, but in the studio. That we record in, which is um, mm-hmm. a Jake Gyllenhaal fan club exclusive studio. We don't share it with anybody else, as we know. That's why it has, we haven't had a single technical <laughs> difficulty in our lives. Yeah. Um, there's a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal hanging on the wall. Yeah. But not today. Not today. We took it down. We, we turned it upside it. down. We burned it. We uh, crossed his little eyes out. We gave him a mustache. We I gave traveled him bad back teeth. in time to 1979. I'm at the I'm at the White Stock. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know because I don't go, know where this well, is I'll, going. Well, I'll let you know. I'm, I'll okay, tell you. Okay. I traveled right. back in time to 1979. I like it so far. I have driven all ten hours to Chicago. I am at the White Sox Stadium. <laughs> okay. They say um they say hey, uh, do you have a disco thing to burn? Because this is <laughs> and I say why um, is this where we went back to? I'm, I'll tell you. No, I know why. I'll tell you, I'm not done. I wish you wouldn't interrupt me sometimes. I'm a man. Rudely. I have to interrupt people. So I, I, they said you have a, you can get cheap admission if you bring a disco record to do arson with, and I say I don't. But I have this picture of Jake Gyllenhaal, and they're like, we don't know who that is. That's a year before he was born. He was born in the year 1980. And I say, I know, but I hope, I hope you know how much he sucks. He does something bad to Taylor Swift. He's like, I, I don't know who that is either. And I'm like, you just trust me and so he says i guess i will trust you he doesn't look very kind and so i take in this picture of jake dylan hall i walk right into this right into center field right into the uh, part where they throw the balls oh, i love sh- that song shut up vinyl me please <laughs> that's a good song i go right up to the pit- pitching mound and i just put jake right there and then his face burns wow what a beautiful fiction you've just outlined for our listeners and then, today. And uh, then when we go back in the present, the disco disco sucks never happened. And disco is still playing to this day widespread. It never goes away. And yet Jake Gyllenhaal was never born. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal was never born because they burned him in effigy. Speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, this is the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, except for today. It's the Jake Gyllenhaal hate club because it's Taylor Swift's birthday. Taylor How old Swift's is Taylor birthday. Swift? How... I don't know about you, but I'm feeling... Goddamn 32. Thank you. It's a pretty good Thank stinger. Thank you so much. I'm so happy with it. Anyway, when it comes to the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, that is the Jake Gyllenhaal hate club that I sprayed painted with red paint. Red, mm-hmm. huh? Red? Red. I am the president, CEO, CFO, uh, marketing director, uh, um, head of operations, and million dollar couch of the Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal fan club. Just a gross. I am the operations director turned program director turned <laughs> operations director. <laughs> Turned artistic director, <laughs> turned art house director, turned art house film, turned concessions worker outside of the AFI Silver Theater. <laughs> what a fun turned name into drop. construct turned into construction construction worker outside of University Boulevard, a little bit down the down the way, turned street 
outside of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club. Wow. Hate club. Every, every... Turn Jake Gyllenhaal hate club. And your name is? Jem Miller. Every time these get more elaborate, and I'm really proud of you for that. I Wait. hope you know the power of yes and that can take you everywhere. You did such a good job of expressing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, listener, I don't know if you could tell, uh, we got some new sound effects on the soundboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really been into the uh, pod, the now-defunct podcast uh, called Come to Brazil, and so I just stole, straight up stole, like, three or four of their mm-hmm. sound effects that I've been using that they've been using or that they were using. I'm gonna plug my show. Please go ahead. Um it's called No Boys Allowed. It airs tomorrow at one PM on Tuesday. Tuesday. And then it goes on YouTube, but nobody watches it on YouTube. So tune in live. <laughs> tune in live, baby. Or, so but it's fun or when don't it's live. turn it's Yeah, it's always more live. fun and I've added a lot of new sounds. <laughs> For the new sound so, new boys out. We talk about women in music, and we're talking about our favorite songs of the year. I don't know. What don't you know, Brittany? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I can't help you then. Anyway, now that I've gotten all these new sound effects out of my system, except yeah. for one, but I don't know. I'm gonna. We're gonna You're save that for it. later. I it's guess a I, don't, I haven't decided when I'm gonna use it. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. We can do that. We're talking about red. We're talking about red. We're finally talking about red. Taylor's version. Listener, so, let's talk to the uninitiated. Uninitiated, come here. Come in, come. Sit we're, crisscross we're, we're patting, applesauce we're on like the floor. We're kind of the floor right next to us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is an intimate talk between your uh, school yes. guidance counselors, letting you know yeah. that you've been failing at Jake Gyllenhaalology. <laughs> no, this is um, this is the third grade. You go into the corner of the room where there are all the carpets and the bookshelves yeah, kind of yeah, close yeah, it yeah, off yeah, to yeah, a little yeah, corner, and you're course. sitting in a beanbag on the floor, and then all the other kids are sitting crisscross applesauce because you got to the beanbag a little early, so you got yeah. beanbag privileges yeah. so for that moment. So you're the coolest kid in yeah, third grade. Yeah, you're the coolest grade. kid, and then your your teacher is coming in to read you a book. She's going to read you, and we're reading you the book, and it's about Red by Taylor, Taylor Wait, Swift. before we do that, I just remembered we have to do Jill and News. Oh, Jill and News. This is the new segment. Noise. I haven't heard this yet. <laughs> this is the new segment. Is this also noise. a K-pop instrumental? This is from Annihilation, the film Annihilation. Oh, I've never heard, seen that movie. That's okay. It's about science and science Why fiction. Why did you use it? What made you use that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, why did you use it? So it has nothing to do. There's no like punchline <laughs> no. about the Jill and Halls. Other than that, it's You're a little just... bit ominous. <laughs> oh. <I don't> know. <laughs> Guys, it's final season. I haven't been sleeping very well. I have. I good for just wow. kidding. Wow. Anyway, so we're I a little bit off the rails well. today, and I'm not sorry about it. Jill and News. For those of you who don't know and don't care, which is smart of you to not care. Um. The, both the Critics' Choice Awards and the Golden Globes uh, announced their nominees today. Uh, and Miss Maggie Gyllenhaal did pretty well again. Shout out Maggie she Gyllenhaal. She did a lot better for um she did a lot better for the Critics' Choice Awards. Maggie Gyllenhaal, if you're listening, like, comment, and subscribe. Maggie Gyllenhaal, if you're listening out there, send me a letter. Send me like a little send piece a, of mail. Give me a kiss on send the cheek. Send me some correspondence, just so like I can. Yeah. That, Hold my that, hand and tell me it's all so gonna be okay. That, I know that you're thinking about me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Miss Gyllenhaal did very well at the Critics' mm-hmm. Choice Awards, which is um. It's usually kind of a, honestly, it's kind of a crapshoot for like a year after year for um, when they're good and when they're bad. But this year, and this year I'd say they're skewing towards the bad end of movies just because a lot of the nomination stuff, I got like general nominations or stuff that I don't particularly care for. But, you know, we got some good things out here. Um, uh, Miss Olivia Coleman is now nominated for Best Actress for The Lost Daughter. And I believe, yep. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay for the Shout film. Out. Shout out. 
The Lost Daughter. I believe Shout those out. are the only two nominations for that. I haven't seen that, that film. When's it yeah, coming I out? I think it comes out this week, actually. Oh, sh- oh At least over here in uh, beautiful, sunny, bright uh, Washington, D.C. slash Silver College Spring, Park, Maryland. Maryland slash Silver Spring, Maryland. It opens mm, this week. We're from all those different places. We're from all of them all at once. <gasps> it's and then for the uh, 2022 Golden Globe Awards, which are canceled, they're so canceled. They're so problematic, and they're so canceled. They're so canceled. Um, I believe uh, Maggie actually got a best director. Yeah, she got a best director nom yeah. for that as well. So not too bad. Can I share something? Yes. I was not paying attention to any of that. I, I noticed. I am playing Pokemon Go. Okay. And I did. <laughs> I said to myself, I don't know if you noticed, I said Isknix. I meant to say uh Ekans, what's his name? Ekans. Ekans. Yeah. I just wanted to say that out loud, but I get to give some context to give it to a greater look into my psyche. I decided to explain it further, what I was doing. Uh, am I? I don't care about award shows for movies. That's smart. I care less about them for uh, TV shows. Look so. at me when you're talking to me. <laughs> Jen wasn't looking at me when they said all that, so I just yeah, I wasn't to looking at it. you when you played the soundbite. That was, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta very, pick up the crustacean. I feel, I feel What's highly, the crustacean Pokemon? Which crustacean is it? He's got a is shell. Is it orange? No. What is it? Show me. Show me. Oh man. Show oh me. man. He looks like that. Ominite. Okay. We're not talking about anything we're supposed to be talking no. about. No. So we talked. That's Jillian News for today. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you um, for listening. We're going back to red. We're going back to that corner in our third I'm grade so classroom ready. where yeah, we're. Yeah, we're going we're, back to the corner. So. I want to set the scene. We have to for talk you. to the uninitiated um, right now. What, what's the un? So what do we what do we need to say to the uninitiated? Um, for those of you who don't There's know, because album. you've been living living under a little not little, Gwyneth little Paltrow, rock. Though. Not Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow is so aware of it. I was gonna I was gonna start with her, but I. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. Red by Taylor Swift, her fourth album, the fourth album in her discography, widely understood at least by like the masses. The un- the uneducated, unwashed masses to be her best the album ever. The, lo- the, the locals. locals. The, I wish they think it's her best album. I have to make that a sound effect. Locals? Yes, exactly. Lady Gaga going. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Glad so to high. see there's so I many mean, locals. locals? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so it's widely considered to be her best album. It was released in 2013. I'll add that to the list of sound Is bites. it 2012 or 2013? I don't know. Originally released in 20... 2012. 12. No, I think it's 13. actually 2013, it but the singles came yes, out in 2012. Yeah. Originally released in 2012. Um, it, it marks Taylor Swift's transition from pop, from country to pop. Uh, with the biggest singles being almost entirely pop songs produced by Max Martin, yada, yada, yada. We're not really yada. here to talk about the music side rada, of Red rada, today. Rada. Because that's Jem's job when yeah, they're in the big boy chair. Yeah, we talked about it briefly, and then I uh, I didn't have that much to say. Yeah. I can talk. Uh, I talked about Red um, once mm-hmm. when I did No Boys Allowed by Myself uh-huh. on the computer. Uh-huh. And I talked about the reasons I think it's uh, overrated. Wow. But I still, not to say I don't think it's good because I, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just not the best Taylor Swift yeah. album. Anyway, what, we do, what we're here to talk about today is that for those of you who don't yeah. know, that album is highly inspired by a sordid three-month-long affair, not literally affair, but a relationship mm-hmm. that Taylor Swift had with Jacob Benjamin Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember old, the- Old J. Benj. Old J. Benj. Old J. Benj Gyllenhaal. Yeah. So- I want to start at the very beginning, a very good place to start, yeah. with my favorite character in this entire saga, that being Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, Gwyneth Paltrow was, I guess, just doing like a Q&A for fun on her Instagram. I gotta say, I don't care if she's like 
if Goop is like problematic. I don't even if you think, don't like listen, like celebrity she's lifestyle. Scamming right? other she's rich scamming other rich people. people. If you happen to buy into it, whatever. I don't yeah. care. It's none of my business. Wellness brand, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I like, don't care. If she wants you to put an egg in your in your vagina, that's fine. That's fine. Put it up there. Put it in there. What's it gonna Give do? Give me one too. Why not? Okay. Eggs for everybody. <laughs> Eggs for everybody. Anyway, she was asked on Instagram if she had been if she'd listened to Red Taylor's version. And of course, and in all caps, in all caps, in big, big font, mm-hmm. Gwen said, "Of course I have. Do you think I live under a rock? I love it. That's how I heard it. it. She was screaming, screaming. Yeah, she's yelling at now, you. Now this is now for those of you who don't know, though. This is very funny, considering that the reason that Gwen, that mm-hmm. Taylor and Jake dated in the first place, was that the two of them met. At a, can you feel my leg moving? Is that what you're looking at? No, I don't. I don't okay. know. Well, okay. I'll look um, at it. The reason that they two dated is because they met at a dinner party that Gwen herself hosted. Mm-hmm. I think back when she was dating Christopher Martin of Coldplay. They were married. They were married. They were married. Bro, they were married. They had apple. They had apple. <laughs> they had apple. <laughs> How could you forget I apple? I forgot about apple. How could you forget, forget about Did apple? Did you know that you're not trans unless Apple Apple Paltrow calls you a C-word in, tar- in a Target? <laughs> did you know that? Yes, I do. I am glad. Has we should happened? not explain that reference. I don't want to. Has that happened to you? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Good. Uh, anyway, so that's the Apple Paltrow calls you a C-word in Target. So that that began... Go on. It began. <laughs> I, need I need a minute. It began. That began the intense, passionate, red, hot romance <laughs> of Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Among Swift. Among other colors. Among several other colors. Where do you want to start with like the kind of hot gossip so, of this album? So just here's the brief thing. They dated. She was in love with him. She was so deeply in love with and him. And he, I guess, made it out that he was more interested in her than he right. really was. There's a 10-year age difference. Yeah. Can we talk? Let's talk, let's kind of hone in on that first, I guess. I think, should we just lay everything on the table and then pick it yeah, apart yeah, first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 10-year age difference. They were in love. They were Three in months. love. Um, and then, uh, so there's some breaking points. Uh-huh. Um, just like in the movie. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. He did not show up to her 21st birthday party. Allegedly, but we did. Broke her heart. We did. We did. We're, we're here now. We're at her 31st birthday party. No, I was at the 21st one. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I was not invited. I'm invited now. Yeah, you're invited now. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't born, actually, in 2012. Really? So. You're so young. Yeah. You're I'm s- about 10. Yeah, you're the smartest 10-year-old I've ever seen. I'm so intelligent. You are. Thank you for noticing. Of course. So, yeah. So, he didn't show up to her birthday party. Um... And then the biggest drama that is the least confirmed, but I am going to choose to believe oh, it for gonna, fun. Oh, we're going to interpret it as fact today. I'm going to interpret it as fact today. Okay. Especially because there's a song that was released on Red's Taylor's version that I think proves it more. Okay. Oh, I guess that, wait, before we get to that, I guess that we should explain that that's also, that's also part of the context of why this, why we're this album is in this. the public eye again. It's because Taylor, Taylor Swift, as part of her re-recording project, which we don't really want to talk about, we don't need songs. to talk about here, um, redid the entirety of Red. Plus extra songs that were supposed to be on Red or were written for yes. Red but never made the cut, including songs that she then gifted to other people, i.e. Little Big Town and Sugarland. Yes. Uh, which, again, further add context to the color of her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Okay, cool. That's the more context. And then, of course, 10 Minutes All Too Well. And, I of think course, the 10 Minutes All Too Well. By now. Yes. So here is something that people know, but not everybody talks about. There's a huge rumor yeah. that Jake Gyllenhaal said he was a, a virgin when he met Taylor Swift and that... He took her virginity, but he lied about being a virgin. 
Right. That is a big drama that is not confirmed to be true. But I think it's a lo- it's a very liberal interpretation of songs that, I think, uh, on the uh, album. I am willing to s- let's just say he took her virginity and I'll I will go I believe I am, that to be true. Yes, I am willing to believe that Jake Gyllenhaal took Taylor Swift's virginity. Because I am not, she's uniquely heartbroken because of him. Yes, I am not necessarily willing to believe that he, he said lied. That, yeah, that yeah, he lied I about it. I do not believe that. I think either. that the line that people are taking as confirmation of that idea mm-hmm. is specifically um our slates are clean, and when she talks about like on State of Grace, like up in my our room and our slates are clean, I feel like that's the thing that Maybe. people. But I think that that's that could go anyway. That really. could mean anything. Yeah, just like art pop. Just like how art pop can mean anything. This is not. We're talking about Taylor Swift. No, I'm just kidding. We're talking about Taylor Swift. I don't know. Um, play it, <laughs> Brittany. Do you know play what Gaga's it. art pop means? I don't know. Okay, thanks, Brittany. <laughs> thanks, Brittany. <laughs> I just to confirm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so there's a new. So let's talk about virginity. Let's talk about the proof I of this. I love to talk about virginity. So I believe this is my theory. Uh-huh. Her, a new vault track continues to confirm this. Which one? The very first night. I don't listen to that one very often. I don't either. But when I heard it, I was immediately listening to the lyrics. Okay. Should I pull them up right Please now? Please do. From what I remember, though, because I'm on, I'm very ingrained on Swifty TikTok uh, for now. I'm deleting my TikTok at the end of the year, and Jem is not on TikTok. No, I've been gone for well over the, a year. I don't remember if it's that new vault track that I've seen people say is about Jake. Oh, or not Jake, Harry, or if oh. the very first night is about Harry. Uh, here's something. Because I think that people people think that um, it that she the very always first says night, so it goes. She does. I lo- she, she loves to say song. so it goes. But I think people think that uh, the very first night falls in line with um, "Come Back, Be Here," which is also about Harry. I think. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, it could. It's got Polaroid picture in here. Polaroid picture, right? You know, yeah. Which is very big which for is, that other album know, that she has. The other one. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. So it goes every weekend the same party. I never go alone. I don't seem brokenhearted. All my friends say they know everything I'm going through. I drive down different roads, but they all. Because they don't and know that's... about the night in the hotel. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is the part. Right. They weren't riding in the car when we both and fell. And that's another, that's another key. That The car is the car also is a common Harry thing. Always, uh, no, no, no. For Red, Red really? is a Red is a Gyllenhaal. The car is a Gyllenhaal thing. For Red. They're, that's true. Because. They're, because little, yeah. Go on. It's specifically in Red, there's like this constant motif of the new Maserati, which is the, obviously the biggest thing. That's but true. then, like on Treacherous, you have two headlights shining. And it's, yeah. And we keep. But also, there's a lot of uh, car stuff. There's also Toss lots me, of car stuff. Toss to me the car keys. That's true. Cause, and then, um, but there's also car stuff in 1989 There is car stuff in 1989. Well. I'm not saying that it's like not exclusive to. Like, it's just to, I understand. But it's I think a different it, type when of... it comes up in Red, I think it is usually sent, uh, hinting yes. at. Especially I agree. because. I think the car stuff in 1989 was referenced Remember to their when little we hit the brakes too their soon. little accident. Twenties did just yeah in the that, that little room. that little yeah. accident that they had and that hadn't happened yet. This has when, not that hadn't happened yet. Happened. So yeah. I think I think that the car stuff points to, and then I think it's also on Run the song Run, mm-hmm. and then the, yeah. the all too well ten minute version. So I think a lot of the car imagery is pointing to Jake, in, yeah. on Red. Here's a, this is this song's absolutely about Jake because the, okay, okay. this song has the lyrics. But don't forget about the night out in L.A. Dance in the kitchen. Chase me down through uh, the hallway. Okay, yeah. Okay, sure. No one knows about the words that we whispered. No one knows how much I miss you. Oh, oh, wait. You. No, another thing, though. Another thing yeah, about that song that also makes people really upset about it. People think it's gay. 
Yeah, people think every Taylor Swift song is gay. But, I mean, but because all the all the annoying uh, Swifties. Yeah, anytime who... Taylor Swift alludes to her relationship being secret, it's about Diana yeah. Aragon and or Carly Kloss. But all the annoying all the annoying gaylers are like, but but it's supposed to be her. She sets it up to think that you're that she's supposed to be rhyming her, but then she says you instead of her. It's like that's not how songwriting works all the time. The cool thing about songwriting and rhyme schemes is that sometimes it's important Listen, when they're broken. Listen, I want Taylor Swift to be gay as much as anybody else That here. woman is so painfully heterosexual. I don't believe it. She's so painfully there moments, heterosexual. There are moments when I believe it. Uh-huh. There's moments like listen, her aesthetic throughout folklore, and, it, and up until now. But I just think it's cause, I first think that's because she, she's like in tune with the internet a little bit. I don't think it's that. I think she just likes the style. Okay, but I think maybe someone. Okay, but if if she is it, someone presented her that style, and that I was very know. that was very gay. I don't know if I. But I don't. That. I, what I'm saying is, I don't think it's evidence of her being gay. No, but it is close. Listen, there's the picture of Taylor Swift sitting by the tree, and she's wearing a. Uh, one of those horizontal striped, thick yeah. horizontal striped shirts with yeah. one of those like little. Yeah, I know what you're talking about the polo. With one of the little things, I'm sitting yeah. very weird, and somebody walked by and waved at me. How humiliating! You should feel ashamed of yourself. I'm sitting in such a quirky way. You should feel ashamed of yourself. I'm just, I, I'm, yeah. Are you? Lock me up for being too quirky. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> you made a visual gesture I'm that nobody's going to notice. I'm just so quirky. And, um, Listeners, when we ask what the visual gesture was. I don't know. I don't know. I hate I this. Know. I hate that I keep doing it's this. It's funny. I like it. I don't know. I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, why? I think Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay. Listen, she's sitting. She's wearing baggy mom jeans. Uh-huh. She's wearing an oversized horizontal long sleeve shirt with like baggy. horizontal stripes. Uh-huh. It, they were baggy. Uh-huh. And then she's got, a, a, you know, That's it's a got slur. a Peter Pan. You can't Pet. say that. You can't say that on the air. That's a slur. Yeah, I've called people baggy. in the past baggy in the past. I'll talk about that Doja quote. Doja cat uh, quote. Gay is okay. Gay, gay, gay is, is okay. okay. Do I do I hate gay people? I don't think, I don't so. think so. Gay, gay is, is okay. okay. Gay is and okay. does everybody know about uh, in 2018 Doja Cat's apology for saying uh, the gay F slurs yeah. over and over and over frequently? Again. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I think she should be allowed to say it personally. No. Oh, okay. I think she has to pay me. Oh, it, oh, oh. Well, I. She has to pay yeah, yeah. every gay like person. Fee, she can say it. Yeah, she yeah. has to pay everybody. Yeah. She has to make. Uh, she has to give us all a bad. So you, uh, so you think that some of the folklore evermore aesthetics point to her being yes. gay? Okay. Even I think Lover is her trying to figure out what gay people are like, and then Folklore, and folklore and Ever is, is, is her, her realizing that she's gay. Okay, yes. sure, sure. That's my that's my persuasion. Do I think it's accurate? I do not. Oh. Do I want? Do I wish this? Were I true? wish it were true, but she's not. Because there's so many moments where I'm just like, no, no, no. all of Lover, for example. All of Lover. All of no, Lover. No queer person would think that you need to calm down was a good idea. No, I mean again, it could be clos- a closeted person might. Maybe, but still. I, no. think, I also think she would have come out by well, unless you believe the the rumor that uh she doesn't she doesn't she can't out Carly Kloss because if she outs Carly Kloss then she'll out uh Josh Kushner as Carly I don't being think Josh that Kushner. necessarily needs to be true because even I if, I don't believe it either I, I don't think believe it's funny. it but is he is he gay he could be he could is be. she gay she could be, she could be. but uh, they don't you know you he can, could they, be bi she could be bi. People can be bi. People can be bi. Can be bi. That's what people are neglecting. Yeah. Every single one of Taylor Swift's exes are somehow beards. I, she that, can that, be bi. That theory exhausts me. So tiring. But no, they're Not all beards, but yeah. she's a beard for them because, oh, that's the, mm-hmm. I, I guess we can talk about that really briefly. I don't yeah. want to upset any Dylan hooligans who might be, I don't want to yeah. say more conservative, but like, let's say more bought into the idea of like Jake Hall is like a ladies man or like a, yeah. like a ladies heart throw. There, there are several 
thousands of rumors that Jake Gyllenhaal is super gay, right? Yeah. Which are my favorite. They are my favorite rumors That's ever. That's your dream. Uh, of, oh, oh. Well, that's the dream. That's at least half the dream. The other half the dream is that he, I'm his boyfriend that's and true. he's gay. That's true. Of course. Um, <laughs> but you have to post your uh, AI I art I don't want to show that to anyone. It's funny. The AI art picture? That's that so funny. I, I like it, but I, they sick, They also sicken me to look at them and I'm I don't like them. I'm posting it. You can. Um, okay. Thank you. Yeah. So, but I just, it's it's unlikely, you guys, that like. All of Taylor Swift's exes are gay, and then she herself is also gay. Yes, yeah, like tiring. that's exhausting. Do you get exhausting? Do you get exhausted? I think it's time to move into discourse. Let's please move into discourse. So, so there's a ten year age gap in all too well. Yeah, just like how the song is ten minutes long. Do we? Can I? Do you want to? Do you want to just so, uh, go right off on the age gap? I gotta be honest. Okay, be please be honest. I would be so mad at you if you were. Lying. I am a little bit. Uh, this is going to be controversial. I'm a little bit exhausted with age gap conversations. Okay. I just don't have it in me. Okay. Because I find them to be so case-to-case basis. I think that's totally fair. And vary on the person. Right. I don't know these people. I've never met them. So I don't know if this was appropriate or inappropriate. She definitely seems at some point to have been at least hurt by the fact that he kind of weaponized that against her to break up with her. What makes this... I think what makes this conversation, I don't want to say valid, but like at least a little bit appropriate, yeah. is specifically the way that she's talking about it yes. now, which which yes. does seem to have her framing yeah. it as though, at least partially, yeah. that this was a situation wherein the age gap was used to Jake's advantage. Here's the which point. It, Let's which... go over the line. Okay. So in All Too Well, yes, it's the, uh, everybody's listening. Hopefully everybody's listening to 10 Minute All Too Well, because right. it is good. So also not even ten minutes. It's more like, like eight. It's a ten minute song. It's a ten minute song. It is literally a song that is ten minutes long. I guess it is, but it's not like you know. It's sure, a long but outro. It's, it's ten minutes. It is ten minutes, but I. It is fun just to market it that way. Okay. But there is like a a while. Of, okay. You can be. Let me find the lyric, because I'm trying to remember the one that goes before it. Which one? If if we had been closer in age. Let me find it. Or is it? I I, I was never good at telling jokes. Ten minute, it, yeah. Well, I'll find them both. I'm gonna read the whole part that everybody talks about because there's like all the classic lines everybody knows, mm-hmm. and then there's like towards the end. Um, oh, it's uh, they say all that uh, all's well that ends well, but I'm a new hell every time you double cross my mind. You said if we had, had been, been... O- uh, closer in age, maybe it would have been fine. And that made me want. And that made me want to die. Oh. Don't drop your phone. I did. Um, so. That is also That's there's, loaded. There's rumors mm-hmm. that sh- that I don't not even rumors theories I guess because mm-hmm. there's not even like backstage tea or anything. There about is an this. interpretation that is, is this about her about it not being written at the time it was, she says it was written. I believe that it was or at least was is could have been partially edited, but I think it wasn't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe. It. Well, I mean, I'm assuming it probably was punched up to be like fit. Like ship shape for us, uh, for us to hear now. I don't believe that it wasn't edited. Yeah, it was but definitely I, edited. I this is like something that I see like amongst Swifties all the time, where you can co- like, this phenomenon of complimenting her while also being like really backhanded about yeah. her. Yeah, where it's like, well, it's a good song, but like, there's no way she wrote it like at that That's age. Like, why so not? Backhanded. Why not? Yeah, why, why couldn't not? she? Why couldn't she have done that? I think it's not impossible that it, like no. some things were revised, but, but it like, also to say means that nothing no... to me whether exactly. it was new or not. Right. I think it's an if it was a lie, it's a good way to promote right. it. So I don't really. It doesn't care. ruin the integrity of the song to me. No. And here's why, 
This is a song, and this release in general is very contentious amongst the Jill and Hooligan, Jill and Hollick community. Yeah. Because to them, this is an act of war. This song was an act, act of, of war. war. Um, <laughs> as was basically the Swifty fan reaction to it being yes. uh, the scarfing, the scarfing, the scarfing. Um, where's the scarf? Oh my God, we haven't even talked about we'll get, the scarf. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, oh, we didn't even finish talking about age gap. We we'll finish that. Where, where was you I? You finished what I where, was. Where was I going? You're talking about how this is war now between yes. the Jake people and the Taylor yes, Swift I did. people. I think a lot of people misunderstand the intentionality behind specifically yes. the All Too Well 10 minute version. Or any is... Taylor Swift song about an ex. That right, we but, I, but I think All Too Well is a very interesting phenomenon within her career yeah. because it is like, for not just in addition to being like the most agreed upon, like best song of her career, for at least in, in a critic space, it is also like this very precious gem of like, fan engagement with Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was ne- When it first came out in 2013, because it was never a single, mm-hmm. it was just part of her, like, long line of track fives being, like, the most emotional, yeah. confessional song on the album, which I personally do not but believe. But this was not a- intentional yet. Yes. I per- and I personally I personally believe it wasn't intentional for a very long time. Yeah. Um, The point is, and this is something that Taylor herself talks about a lot, is that All Too Well became the as big as it is now because of like its mythology in the fan base. And I yeah. think that the 10 minute version and the additions to the song, to any additions made to it, being be it through just the just song to contribute all, to the mythology. or if the song was, was edited, was to was a gift to us. Yeah. And therefore I don't believe editing the song it doesn't to be matter. to be like ruining the song in any way. No. Because it's it's about how we engage with it and not so much yeah. about how other people yeah. engage with it. Which and it, I think it's why I think that Jill and Hall stands kind of need to take the song with a grain of salt, um, especially because there a there's no way that he didn't know that this was going to happen going ahead. Yeah, of course. There's he no did. way that he didn't at least partially We've sign said up this for this before, but I'll say it again, Jake. You had every opportunity to make a joke about this, and you didn't, and, and that's on you, kind to... of. Yeah, because you could have been you could have been Joe Jonas. Right. Joe Jonas was there at her performance of All Too Well. Mm-hmm. You you could have let bygones be bygones. You could have let bygones be bygones. Although or at I least think, made think... a public statement and see what happens. Although, what? I think he has some kind of beef with Ryan Reynolds. Really? I think so. They used to be buddy buddy because they did a movie together. One day we'll talk about that movie. They do not follow each other on Instagram anymore. Oh. I do not know what that's about. But something, and it, and it was like, this is like recently too. Maybe now we got bad I do not. <laughs> you know, we used to be bad, love. <laughs> yeah, so we have, we... Do you think Ryan Reynolds listens to that song and thinks about Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, yes. if, Jake Gyllenhaal, if you're listening, please tell me what happened. I'm curious. I want to know. Yeah, I Jake, won't tell Jake, anybody. Jake, Jake. It'll just be between us. Jake, uh, full disclosure, in this in this next couple seconds, we are on your side with the Taylor Swift thing. You know, uh, 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 F that B. She, she, she wronged you. She hurt <laughs> no, you. No, I would never say that She hurt her. you. I, I'm saying you? that because I'm, I'm in love with him. Yeah, um, sure you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Jake, if you're out there, like if you're listening, please, please tell us what happened with with you and I. I would love to please know. Please tell us. Somebody I tell us. Know. I'm curious. I'll I'm keep s- it a good secret. I'm a good little I'm boy. Not. I'll keep I will it tell to everyone. Myself. I'll I'll literally announce it on the I pod. I won't. I won't even tell Justin. It'll be a secret just for me if you tell me. Now you've gone too far. No. You've I'm gone them... way too far. Double crossing. <laughs> you've gone way too far. Double Get crossing. Out. No. Get out. The door's right behind no. you. Get out. You'll have to make me. Wow. Anyway. We have to finish the age gap conversation, don't Go we? ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So that, yeah, the lyric that she added one way or another. Yes. Is kind of what made the conversation go further because mm-hmm. she was commenting on it. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think well, I'm that... willing to get a little bit more upset because we learned a little bit more. Not that it's true necessarily. Right. But in this song, there's a 10, eight, 10, 10 year, year age, gap. age gap 
And he, you know, he's the one who has the power. He's, you know, getting the most from dating somebody younger. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of says, oh, well, if you were older, it would have been okay. But it's like, you know, you're the one you chose. You're 30, I'm 20. Yeah. That being said. That's a problem. This is something that's come up to me um, in in some perhaps like not, at least not full on Swifty engagement with the lyric, um, I'll get older, but your lovers stay my age. Uh Uh-huh. It's not really, it's not entirely true for Jake. Um, it's actually not that true. No. The only time, I think the most recent time, like this current girlfriend that he has yeah. is the most recent time it's been So true. I'm willing to believe that people think that one's new. Right. It could very well be. Right. And but it also, could she well could just, it could also just be a commentary It could be a, a commentary whole. on the type of person that he she perceives Jake to be could in the be. moment, which I don't think is, I also like don't think is unfair. That's not unfair No. No. And I, again, I, either way, I don't think it ruins the integrity of the song. No. And let me add to something real quick before we go back into Jake. Mm-hmm. There was a piece I read in the Washington Post, and it was about how people interact with Taylor Swift, particularly Red, in the past few months, people have jumped right back into the, like, Taylor Swift's doing this to be yes, a vindictive exactly. ex. And this is a great piece. I like it because it's about Taylor Swift, but it's not written by Chris Richards. This is a Chris Richards hate podcast. Enemy of the pod. Enemy of the Enemy pod. Enemy of the pod. Both pods. Both Enemy pods, of the every pod. pod. Um, and this isn't like some Mike the Snare fun times either. No, because like, no, we, we like enemy, Mac the Snare. We do not like Chris Richards. Enemy of the pod. Uh, my mom wanted me to read. You read his album of the year piece. I didn't read it. I, sk- I, just, I just looked at the list. My, uh, my mom was like, you should read it. I like the way he writes. I'm like, I hate the way the he only writes. Thing is, the only things I saw were that Casey Musgraves was at the bottom and that Playboy Cardi was at the top, which is really weird to me. Yeah. I can't. What a weird um, little man. Enemy. Don't be, yeah, don't be a pop reviewer if you don't like pop music because I'm not going to value pod. your opinion of pop music. Enemy of the pod. Enemy of the pod. I wrote I wrote a letter to the editor about, oh, it, about, true. Yeah, about his, um, about his, his Evermore, Evermore review, review and how it was lame. And, it was very vindictive. Almost Vindic- everything he writes is backhanded about Taylor Swift. Yeah, and it was also like you know loosely he misogynistic about loosely like misogynistic, of her, yeah. her engagement with indie music. Anyway, anyway, because yeah. he, it's nice to see somebody actually. Because in the media, there's always kind of you know media's got old white dudes sometimes. It's, it's the way that and she, so the... people engage with her in a way that's very old white dude. Yeah, yeah. And it was written by a woman, I believe, and she's talking about her own personal experience and how she's like she liked the Taylor Swift albums that had more to do with Taylor Swift's personal life, which mm-hmm. is why she liked Red. Right. And then when like 1989 came out in Reputation, she didn't care. Interesting. And then okay. she was like, well. I'm going to start caring because I realize that Taylor Swift's music is more, it's not to even to be cathartic for other people. It's just kind of Taylor Swift writing these, di- almost di- kind of like a diary yeah. entry type thing yeah. where it's not made, these are written just for her. Taylor Swift captures captures like her life at phases yes. of her life. Which is why. And it's not is... necessarily even how she feels about these people as a whole. It's how she felt about them as a moment. In the mo- exactly. Which is why. For better and for worse, in terms of like the way that Red is structured, if you musically, if we want to talk about it really quick. Uh-huh. Musically, musically, Red is kind of all over the place in yes. terms of how it's ordered, and for a while, that really did bother me. Yeah, but the I think more it's a little bit of, better. The now. more I think, yeah, especially now with these like yeah. with all ten additions to the album, I do think that it's much more improved in showing yes. Yes. that this is an album from the perspective of someone who is trying to put like pick up the pieces of her yeah, of her exactly. own little heart post heartbreak. Yeah. I think it's a really good way of like showing how she did that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, so I, in, in, I was critical in terms of, of like, it for a while, but I yeah. definitely like it more now. And I think in terms of that interpretation of how Taylor Swift makes an album, how Taylor Swift makes music in general, I think that Red is probably one of the best of those. Like, it, yeah, if snapshots you're looking of for, life. Yeah, I think, repu- but I also think she, she, her reflecting on Reputation in 1989, she was like, 
I didn't even stop liking Taylor Swift. It's I just, just the stopped music relating yeah. to Taylor sure. Swift. And I think that's a good way to look at it is right. like, it was just a really great piece if you can I find think, it online. And I think that this is what animates it. people about her music in general is that, yeah, it's yeah. like really, it helps to relate to someone who it feels like is experiencing the same problems that you're experiencing. Yeah. Even if they're like on a much bigger scale. Because like, you know, yes. I'm not dating D- Jake Gyllenhaal yet. Yeah. yet. But like, yet. But like I can experience, you know, I might experience a horrible heartbreak at some point, and mm-hmm. at some and that point at which I do, all too well is going to hit like ten times harder than it yeah. normally does. Personally, this is a personal Swifty opinion. Okay. All too well, nowhere near my favorite Taylor Swift song. No, personally speaking, it's, it's not in my top ten. No, it isn't. I wouldn't even say it's in my top twenty. I'd say maybe it's probably in my top. Okay, 20. interesting. I just it's just not one I care for all the time. It's a good song. It's a great song. Even. I've just, I just not, it's not gotten my sick of it. That's fair. I'm not even sick of it. I just don't. It's care. just a, I, I don't, I don't like care about. I don't care for it either way. It just comes into my mind yeah. so often, even though I don't relate to it. Nobody hurt me like that. No, nobody hurt me like that. Nobody hurt me but like that. But that's again the magic of of this of yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift as a songwriter. She makes it feel like, she makes you, it like, feel you, like you've been you got wrong. hurt like that. Let's get. We've got 20 minutes. Oh yeah. Give or take. Let's get a little silly. Let's, okay. Now that we've kind of had some of these more serious conversations about it. Okay. Let's get a little silly. Okay. Let's talk about that scarf. It's finally scarf talk. Let's I was talk wondering about that when it would scarf. be scarf talk. Let's talk about that GD scarf. Um, so Taylor and Swift, I left my scarf there at your sister's house, and, and you still, still got it in, it, that it in that drawer, even, now. even So according to Maggie Gyllenhaal, yes, what scarf? Yeah, she doesn't know. She don't know. She I don't believe know about her. That scarf. Actually, I believe that she I never believe saw it. I believe Jake knows. I don't think she knows. Because here's the thing: Maggie if doesn't we, care. If we look at the All Too Well short film, which is obviously a very Taylor centric interpretation of yes. the Jake Gyllenhaal relationship, yes. That last scene where the older version of Jake Gyllenhaal, the Jake Gyllenhaal kind yes. of stand-in, shows up at the little the book signing. Yeah. And he's got that scarf on. Yeah. That to me, I think... I think it's gone. I don't think he has it anymore. I, no, yeah. IRL, I believe that. that yeah, he does it, not, it, he does not have that scarf anymore. It's it is, so It gone. is so thrifted. Some Someone's grandma <laughs> probably has it. It's me. I have it. I've got the scarf. I bought it. I went to the Value Village in College Park, Maryland, and I found a nice... And sure enough, it was, it was there. Gucci or something. Like, it was a nice scarf. Of course it was. Because, yeah. Taylor Swift is not... Do you think... What? Do you think Taylor Swift is poor? She had a phase where she shopped at Anthropology. Not anymore. That's not, true. Not She's wearing Stella McCartney. Yes, yeah. Like a Tennessee Like a Tennessee Stella, Stella McCartney. McCartney. And they were in Tennessee. They were in Tennessee. Really? There was wow. Yeah, there was there was a holiday period. They were yeah. in ten- Tennessee. And that's where they got maple lattes. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Uh, listener, for those of you who are not Swifty inclined, uh, the hidden message, Taylor Swift used to include hidden messages in her album liner notes. She doesn't do that anymore because she's normal now. She's <laughs> she's normal now. She's reformed. She's normal. Um, she the, saw its impact. Yeah, the she liner note stopped. for um, All Too Well was maple lattes because wow. Jake, her and Jake shared maple lattes once in Nashville. You can see it in the picture. Uh, fun fact. No, that's actually something else. Oh, never mind. Fun fact. I've had a maple latte before. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a pretty big fan. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with the class You're today. You're so welcome. I have not. Yum. <laughs> I didn't like how you said that at all. That made me feel only negative. I felt only negative when you said yum. That was not a positive sensory experience. I can at try it all. again. This is I can not try a safe. No, I, you've, you've heard enough. No, it's too late. I'm going to try you've again. You've heard enough. Yum. That's a little bit better. Okay, I do understand. Yum. Nope, that was worse again. We just had growth. Yay. So your growth means nothing when and, you revert uh, yeah, yeah. back to it. Yeah, yeah. We have to talk about the short film. Oh, we do have to talk about the short. Well, I want to talk about the short film and then also like the scarf. Okay, should we finish scarf conversation? Scarf conversation. People think that it, people say? think that it represents virginity, which I think is maybe, which you think is a very. It could. I think it's a very dynamic. Let's say I a very would, dynamic that'd interpretation. Cool. That'd be kind of kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. It's a very it's it a very does. nice idea, but I don't know if I agree with it. No, um, could be though. The scarf. Yeah. 
Um, Jake, I believe that also, I believe that Jake Revisionist probably. Revisionist history, Taylor Swift made it red. It is not red. It is not it red. Is, it was like black, black and white and, yeah, stripes. Yeah, black and like, no, white stripes. It was like brown stripes. I thought it was white. Let's no, find it. It's like brown stripes. I anyway, I believe personally that Jake probably had it for a little while after they dated, probably even longer than was like necessary or reasonable because he was seen wearing it. Like there are photos of him wearing the scarf like out and about. Let me look for this without right now. uh with I posted on 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 Instagram. I'm typing it in. Um anyway, there there are pictures of him of him wearing it uh lo- I think long after oh they had already broken up. Wow, I didn't know that. So I would say I would say that she probably that he probably did have it for a got little it. bit. But I don't think he's got it anymore. I can't find any pictures. I do of think it's long mind. gone. Yeah, it's totally I, gone. I told you it's on my Instagram. Fine. Anyway, now that now that Use we're Jake's I want to. I want to wrap up. Is it yours or Jake? Jake. Jake. Well, you said yours. <sighs> oh, maybe it's not on my Instagram. I also might have you, lied. You. I also been, might have lied to you. You've been just. Quite no, a it is. It's in the stories. Sick. See, look, it's not white. That is not white. Oh, I remembered That's it wrong. That's brown. I anyway, not, okay. I kind of want to well. wrap, not wrap up, but like as we close out of red. On Taylor we have so to talk about the. We have to talk about the short film. Oh yeah, let's talk about the short film first and foremost. So it, here's my opinion about it. It looks pretty. It's kind of boring. I don't think it's boring. Okay. I think it's it quite, needed more for sure. I think it's quite nice. I kind of would have liked if it were... I, I can agree with that. I think... Add some revisionist history. Make yeah. it more juicy. I would have... I kind of would have liked The ending if it was wasn't a little bit like, corny. If it wasn't... Yeah, that's true. I would have liked know? if it wasn't just like a music video with like some scenes of dialogue in it. Because yeah, I, I wish it was like thing. a... It was really well acted. Yeah, it was. I think both both parties did a very yeah. She's and this is this um goes to something that I saw on TikTok. Someone on TikTok said who's like more into film than like either of us are. Okay. Taylor Swift is a good director. I mean, yeah, the cinematography looks. Quite well, not good. just that. What like imagine what you have to like what you have to convey to your actors to get them to like to get that performance out of them. It's true. That's that was a good, it. That's and good. she wrote it. That's true. That was impressive. I think it's impressive. That's true. It shows that Taylor Swift has promise in that field. Yeah, I just not wish, that not that the other like uh, yeah. four or five music videos she's directed. I still say the best. Yeah, the but man is the that... best of the music videos she's directed. If you ask me. Interesting. Okay. Sure. The man is one of my favorite Taylor Swift music videos. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Because I think Taylor Swift has a habit of two things. Mm-hmm. Working with that guy who puts in a lot of obnoxious CGI. Yeah, but I don't think he works with her anymore. I don't think she works with him anymore. Yeah, or or having corny elements. Yeah, the man has very few of those. Right. I think it's just very fun start to finish. It's, yeah, I, I like that it's kind of goofy. She's in a man mask. Yes, she's in. They boy put Taylor Swift in, in boy drag, drag. <laughs> and like a lot of it. A lot pounds. Um, but yeah. I really do like Pounds the short film. Boy. I'm I'm so easy when it comes to film cinematography. All you have to do is shoot it on film, and I'm like, okay, cool. I love I just it. Thought it looked good. They got um, leaves there. Look, it looked good. You look good. You, you, look, you look good. good. Uh, and I and I don't. Spoiler care. alert! That's a soundbite. I made and I don't a soundbite. I I was waiting for it to become one. Um, <laughs> I don't even care if he's he's so much older than me. Dylan O'Brien, call me up. How much older is he than you? He's he's thirty. Oh, he's thirty. Because he younger. Because Sadie Sink is nineteen twenty. Oh. Yeah. Which again I didn't know. Which is which which the point. Like obviously like I the think way that makes sense. The way that yeah, the casting is supposed to kind of make like highlight the discomfort of yeah. the the fact that like which I think again part of the revi- like not revisionist, but like the in retrospect engagement with her mm-hmm. like her relationship with Jake, she is kind of being like, Hey, isn't this like messed up? Yeah. It's a little bit gross, isn't it? Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? When I experienced it, it was a little bit gross too. Yeah. Um which I think is a very cool way of of doing that without like without like Throwing it in your face like that. We got a couple minutes. Um, I want to talk about every little... I want to talk about all those minor stuff. Okay. For starters. Do you have any stupid questions? We'll get to those. Yeah, at the end. At the end. 
For starters, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. listens to cool indie music. I want to know. This is something that comes up a lot on I Red and cool. even more on Taylor's version. Because the first and really only time it was mentioned on the original album was on... I'm getting there. I'm getting there. On We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. I'm getting there! You need to let me say it! You need to let me say the line! Taylor Swift says that Jake didn't want to listen to her music because he wanted to listen to an indie record that was much cooler than hers. This is not an ASMR pod. This is not an ASMR pod. This is not an ASMR pod. Please stop. Please stop. No! Anyway, it comes up again in this new vault track. I bet you think about me, which to me is the best, the best addition to the Organic album. Organic shoes. And is no, no, no. At your cool indie music concerts every week, every every week. week. Who is Jake Gyllenhaal going to see couch. every week? Organic shoes, million dollar. Couch. Which would you rather own, a pair of organic shoes or a pair of million dollar? Which would I rather couch? own? Million, yeah. million dollar couch. Are okay. you kidding? Well, what could a million dollar couch possibly look like? A lazy boy. Are those million dollar? No. <laughs> it looks like this love seat right here. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah. She's so gross, though. It's, it's, just, it's filthy. But, but when you're rich, you have to pay to put the dirt on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's why. Yeah. That's why Jake... Like It's like a $300 couch, and then Jake spent an extra... M- million. L- an extra, like, nine $900,700 uh-huh, dirtying dirt. it yeah, up. Just putting dirt just on there. Just pouring it. cement organic and, like, dirt. dust and organic dirt. Taking the million. organic shoes, covering them, dirt, organic stomping dirt it on Organic dirt your million-dollar shoes. Yeah, million-dollar shoes. <laughs> yes. She didn't say how much the shoes were, though. Or, well, if I organic. had to buy one, uh-huh. how much organic things? I don't know. Uh, there was... The clip that people are tying to that line is this idea, like, these, like, barefoot shoes, or, like, shoes that don't really have, like, soles to them very much because, like, mm-hmm. they help with running. Because Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. a bit of a hippie, but also, like, a bit of a, a gym bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would rather have... I think I would rather have the shoes, personally, okay. than the couch. Okay. Because couches come and go, man. Shoes are... Shoes are not also temporary. Also but, come and you go. Know, I need them more. <laughs> um... But yeah, there's what of, they look like. I, I think love... organic shoes look. I feel like they look like those like Kanye uh, Crocs. I think oh, that's what the organic shoes I think you're right. I think you're like. right. But yeah, no, there are a lot of like fun, cute little digs like that on Red at Jake, which I think are uh-huh. so funny. I think. Oh yeah, all too well, especially the ten minute version is very like biting and kind of like an angry, bitter way. Yeah. Not that that's bad, but like it is. Yeah. I bet you think about me is so mean and petty for no reason. Like in I a, love in a, it. It's so it's goofy. It's very funny. You were gr- you were born in a silver spoon gated community. Not like me though. Not like me, Taylor Swift. And <laughs> listen, not to, I mean Taylor Swift is not a child of nepotism. She's not a child of ne- well, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift is not a child of Hollywood professionals who yes. are very successful. Yes. But she wasn't poor. No, she was not poor. Her dad's like a an investment like investment an investment banker. Or yeah, or and, yeah. But she did grow up on a Christmas tree farm. I hope yeah. you know that. But she did literally grow up I on a farm. I hope you know that she and grew so up that, on a like, Christmas not, tree it's farm. It's not untrue that she grew up on a farm. It wasn't just any farm. That was, it was a Christmas, Christmas tree farm. farm. This is so important. This is important to lore. You be there too. Thank you, Justin. This song's not good. No, um, it's yeah. not. But no Christmas music is. And I love, I just love that she ha- she hates him on that song. Yeah, it's Mystic. funny. I don't have to be your shrink to know that you'll I love You'll that. You'll never be I happy. I love it. I love it. You will never be happy. Get em. We've got about four Get minutes. Em. Are there any other stupid things about Red you want to talk about? Um, 
could Dylan O'Brien play gonna... Jake Gyllenhaal no, playing no, no, Dylan no, no, O'Brien? No, no, no. Could Jake Gyllenhaal play Dylan O'Brien playing Jake Gyllenhaal? No. No. <laughs> no. You don't think so? Jake Gyllenhaal could not play Dylan O'Brien playing Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Do you think that Jake Gyllenhaal could play the guy who played the older version of Dylan O'Brien playing Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Okay. No, actually no. Oh. Okay. I think Jake Gyllenhaal could play. What's her name? What's her name? <laughs> Taylor Swift. No, the other one. <laughs> Red hair. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Red you, hair. You, Red hair. You. Not me. Sadie Sink? Sadie Sink. Okay. I think he could play Sadie Sink playing Taylor Swift, and then he's playing older Taylor Swift at the same time, but with a little bit more makeup on. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah, that's, that's Taylor like, Swift as Sadie yeah. Sink that's as like Taylor Swift. That's not yeah. that hard. He um, can do that. Smasher passed Dylan O'Brien as Jake Gyllenhaal. Pass. Really? I'm not attracted to this. Okay, man. I'm very attracted to him, especially in this role. I uh You're gay. About... <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? You're gay. I, I diagnosed you I with gay. Know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I had no idea. There's but something I'm gay about the, the, like this shit. Oh, okay. listen, gay white... is oak. I have to, okay. to read please this. Please do. Please do. There's something about a white guy with like a with like a buzzed head, but then also like a scraggly beard that kind of like works like for it. me personally. I don't like and it. And then the flannel. I'm really into flannel. I'm, I'm I literally wearing a flannel I called a couple of right people. Ba- what was it? Baggy. <laughs> when I was in high school in 2015. Does this mean I don't deserve f- support? I've said baggy roughly 15,000 times in my life. Does saying baggy mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. Gay is okay. Not great. Not great. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's the, not even okay. It's fine. Okay. Maybe she ran out of characters. Maybe sure. maybe Doja ran, ran out of characters. Lastly, could you fix could you fix Dylan O'Brien as Jake Gyllenhaal? You know, in the movie, he's no. credited he's credited as him. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Bird Box. Like in boy. Mother. Like in Mother. I've never not seen Mother. In Mother, he's uh, Javier Bardem is credited as him, and his name is the only thing that appears in uppercase in the in the in the cast list. Is he supposed to be God? Yeah, that movie's it's stupid. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I don't like that director. But could, could, could you fix him? Uh, could you fix, could you fix Javier no. Bardem as God? I could fix. I could fix Javier Bardem as God. Could you? Yes. <laughs> okay, but you couldn't fix Jake Gyllenhaal. No, you couldn't fix Daniel Bryan as Jake Gyllenhaal. No, I cannot fix okay. him. Okay. Because I don't have the energy. I think if somebody had more energy and a little more dedication and a little sure. more traction, it could okay. work. But I don't. Okay. I think we've said everything. But I could fix Jake Gyllenhaal playing, what's her name? Sadie Sink. Stuart Little. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix Taylor Jake Gyllenhaal Swift. playing Stuart Little playing Taylor Swift. <laughs> playing Taylor Swift playing Stranger Sadie, Things Girl. Is she Stranger Sink. Things Girl? Yes, she is. I don't remember her, but I I've never you. seen Stranger Things, but I know I that the first she, I, season. That's Stuart Little. That's my girl, Stuart, Stuart Little. Little. <laughs> I wouldn't, Okay. Would I say that we've said everything we need to say about Red? No. No. We haven't. But I don't have time. We literally listen, don't have time. Listen to the album. Listen to the album, babe. If you haven't it's listened a, to the album. I, I think J- Jake Gyllenhaal, I think his best role in Red would be the phone that got thrown at the stand-in for him <laughs> that she throws at him and stay, stay, we stay. Yes, absolutely. And Jake, then Taylor the, Swift. The best, and the then uh, Dylan O'Brien plays the helmet. That, I was gonna say that. Football I was helmet. gonna say that he plays the Jake Gyllenhaal plays the helmet. We've got a couple minutes before we have to scoot out of here to let the next person come in and yeah. set up because I don't want to be the person that who, no, the we're not came gonna right be like us. those last people. Um, guys, last episode yeah. of the semester will be next week. I know you're sad. I know you're devastated about that, but we'll be back. We'll be back later in the in the early in the next year to okay. talk about other things. Until then, next week's Sayonara. episode. Next week's episode is Bubble Boy, you guys. I don't want to watch it. I don't either, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I need something light and easy. I need something light and breezy. Easy breezy. Easy breezy beautiful bubble boy. Easy breezy beautiful bubble boy. (laughs) Let's go. Hey, Brittany. I'm done. I'm done. Hey, Brittany. That was beautiful. You did such a good job. (laughs) I need 
a couple. That's not Brittany, but I do. I wasn't Brittany. I, I I tried to build to Brittany and then I couldn't. Brittany, Brittany, what soda do you like? I really do like Pepsi. Good. Me too. Uh, lastly, just in honor of Taylor birthday. Goddamn 32. Guys, this has been the Jake Dylan Hall fan club. Yeah. Uh, I, allegedly, I would say. Um, hate club. Hate, hate club. club. Hate club. Well, no, hate no club. I don't hate him anymore. Hate the club. Red, red episode's over. We don't oh, hate him anymore. Oh, we don't hate him anymore. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We love him now. Until next time. See you next When we get Tuesday. bubbly with those boys. Yeah. Don't you can't say that on air. I said see you next Tuesday. That's I didn't not say a lot of people know what that means. Nobody knows what that means. Okay. Well, next Tuesday's my show's next Tuesday, so I'll see you next Tuesday. Stop it. People, people think that's a bad word. Tuesday? We gotta, we gotta Tuesday's go. Tuesday's a bad word, guys. We gotta guys. go, you guys. Bye. <laughs> Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining. <laughs>